going to keep it on the sporting team and turn to local athletics and it's always a pleasure to be joined on the line by John May John it's been a while since I spoke to you hope you're well I'm good Liam how are you? Not too bad Uh, look the autumn is closing in and I suppose that's a sign that uh, athletics is going to heat up well, or cool down, I suppose. Mm. We're, we're quite warm at the moment in terms of track and field and getting the last of that summer, uh, those summer fixtures done. So we, our, our last local fixture was last Sunday. The men's team from Kenny City Harriers were in the National League final, Division 1 National League final. We hadn't been in the league for a number of years, so we've been demoted back down to Division 1. And we made a very good stab at getting back up. But unfortunately, it wasn't to be that the team finished third on the day with the top two being promoted. Now, it's, uh, it's not all doom and gloom, I suppose. The team goes home with, with bronze medals. And many of the panel that would have competed over the three rounds are quite young. So I suppose our, our focus really was that idea of developing the panel and, and, and blooding some of our juniors or young senior athletes at that senior grade, and that certainly was achieved. So not a bad day out. The panel had been well led by Jack Manning, who was the captain, and uh, Jack Jack mobilised the troops as well as he could. Uh, probably the length of the track and field season in Ireland this year, combined with maybe the lifting of the COVID restrictions and people taking advantage of the fact you could get a flight to another country or or they could get a flight to another country and, and, and not feel strange about it at least. And so by the time we got to the final last week we were we, we were on we, we were on a, a small team but we did our very best and we'll go again next year no doubt. Yeah, and very, very unlucky. I mean, to come thir- or to come, you know, one place below the qualifying stage to to get promoted is very, very unfortunate. But a valiant effort. Yeah, valiant effort, and and I mean, for a while during the day, we were actually leading. We had a very good start. Um, we 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 had a victory in the in the pole vault with Shane Power, who was a guest from Saint Joseph's. Nicholas Dunphy won the race walk in. in I mean, uh, people find it hard to believe, but in what was a very exciting race walk because in race walk, if you're if you're tuned into what you're watching, you you can note who's getting cards and how that's going to affect it. And it's actually quite exciting if you if you understand it. Nicholas came with about 400 meters, just over 400 meters to go. He 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 rolled out into lane two and went into the lead. And well, anyone who has ever seen Nicholas in terms of race fucking would know that he's won a number of medals from that particular position. He he's taken he, he's made a move at about 450 or 500, and he'll hold on from there. He's a very good technical walker, so he doesn't carry the cards into the later part of the, of the race so he can afford to take chances at that stage that others can't. Jack Manning then of course playing a captain's role. Jack is a sprinter the ninth best 400 metre sprinter in the country this year. Jack won the shot put. So that's kind of that's the sort of thing you need on the day of the National League is people have to jump in and have a go at, at areas and events that they wouldn't ordinarily have a, a go at in order to fulfil 15 events on the, uh, on, on, the, on the scorecard. So we went quite well. We all the way to the, the last round we were holding off Waterford AC and a very, very good 4 by 400 relay to finish today. Waterford AC won the relay, and so if you win your event with eight teams, you get nine points. And at that point, they were a point and a half behind us. So it was, it was touch and go. But uh, our 4 by 400 men managed to steer it up to home straight in second place. So we managed to take two points, and we held off Waterford AC by a half a point. I think it was 92 and a half to 92, something like that. It was, it was extremely close over 15 full events on the day and Watford very very good team they'll come again next year as well similar
profile to ourselves and Tyrconnell from up in Donegal and Ennis Track they were the two clubs who were promoted on the day so for us I know Jack Manning would have said afterwards with a little with a bite to eat up in Tullamore afterwards he would have he would have said that certainly his intent next year as captain would be that, that we would we would progress out of Division 1 and like he, he one phrase he was if you can't see how you're not in Division 1 club and he's correct we should be what we'll look to do is get out of Division 1 next year and then compete in the Premier Division the following year and certainly if we can keep this young panel together mm. we have a possibility of doing that but the positive side of it is John it's a, it's an upward trajectory so even though they fell short it's going in the right direction and they're you know they're touching on the uh, they're on the prospect of making that uh, next step yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and that's what's about you. You're looking, you're looking to develop athletes. You're looking to give people reasons to keep turning out. You're looking to provide opportunities for competitions for your for your athletes. So all of those things will be achieved, and hmm. hopefully we continue. Um, I know you've had a keen eye on the European Championships over the past couple of days. Absolutely. Well, the Europeans this year has been superb for the Irish team out there, and certainly they've taken quite a battering in the national press. And I don't know if they know, but occasionally here on myself and. The Athletics Ireland senior team have outperformed themselves and some at the European Championships this particular summer. Really, really high quality field there. Um, eight finalists. Uh, Kieran McGean with a silver medal. The emergence of uh, two big names in sprinting in Ireland and Israel Olatunde, who became the first Irish man to qualify for a European 100 metre final and broke the national record, a 20 year old national record in that final. The emergence of Rashid Adelaki has not just a national, but potentially uh, an international star, 19 years old, qualified for the 400 metre final. Uh, she's ran 51 races this year. Uh, 51 races. There's so many races on one on one individual. So she's a, she's a student in the University of Texas. She's 19 years old. She has been the kind of one to watch for a number of years. She would have been on a really, really good under-20 women's relay panel, 4 by one panel. She was the youngest member on the panel that finished second in a world championship. She's won a European Youth Olympics. She's won the European Juniors. And now she's out in Texas competing in the, uh, the really, really high-level NCAAs out there. She's made the 200 and the 400 final there. She's broke the 60, 200 and 400 records, Irish national records this year. And she has the capacity we hope to become a real international star so she finished fifth in the, in the 400 metre final uh, much younger than all her her, her her competitors and it's probably true of, of all the sprints the 400 is one that tends to be the peak for the athlete is later so athletes generally will come to the longer sprint later in their career at the moment she seems to be she seems to be mixing quite well from like the sixty meter sprint indoors all the way up to the four hundred. And so her her her, her capabilities it's, it's hard to even gauge how good this athlete could be. When she ran in the four hundred final it was her fourth four hundred meters from a set of blocks outdoors ever. So like relatively wow. inexperienced in mm. ways like and uh, so yeah, she's she's had a, she's had a fine championship. Ran in the four hundred final. Also, then was on the Irish women's team last night. That ran in the four by four hundred final. They finished sixth. Uh, our own Tina Manning would have been on the panel out there with uh, the four by fours. Uh, they ran the exact same four in the semi final and the final. And I suppose we're, we're coming to that point now in Ireland where we're developing a sprint. We're developing a, a, a depth of sprinting. And I suppose maybe I would have felt myself that perhaps 
running Kleena in the semi-final might have been a good choice if they hoped to medal or hoped to contend for medals in the final. So they ran the same four individuals. So Rashidat, Sophie Becker, Phil Healy and Charlene Mullen Tipperary. That was the four that ran and they ran in the same order in the semi-final. They broke the national record in the semi-final and finished second. Um, everybody thought, wow, they finished second to the Dutch in that semi-final and the Dutch actually went on and, and won the event. But the difference was that the Dutch were able to bring in two fresh runners for the final. And we need that kind of depth. And I actually think we could have... We, we, we Perhaps if we had our time over, we might have tried it. Because Charlene Maudley and Tina Manning, there's there's not that much of a difference between them. Uh, they're both 52 second runners. Tina Wino is in very good shape. And I, I think that maybe it would have been a better idea to try either Kleena or Russian Harrison the other sub uh, in the semi-final mm. hope that we qualify and then be able to bring in a fresh pair of legs in the final itself yeah. um, as it happens that's not what happened the other thing to six like it was a good run but what's really really interesting and in if you think like we were always associated with distance running in this country is that there's a small bit of disappointment around the sixth place in the final because there's, there's, there's just been a just a whiff of how of the potential for this and for relays within our country to really develop and we would have seen it a number of years ago in Poland Spain Holland they're countries that came maybe didn't have the huge international sprint stars but they had the depth of panels that they could really compete in relays and they really targeted relays and they started to pick up medals at major championships maybe that's in the future for Ireland as well we hope mm. Yeah, just perhaps maybe a little bit of a, a more rejigging could have uh, changed Ireland's fortunes there, but uh, hindsight's a wonderful thing, John. It is, of course, and look, ultimately, I mean, an Irish team in a, in a major championships relay final, that's a big story. I mean, that's that's big news because we're the country of Eamon Coughlin, John Tracy, Jerry Kiernan, Dick Hooper, you know, Fanula McCormack. That's, that's who we are traditionally. We're, we're distance-running nation, but something has changed in Irish athletics over the last 10 years and certainly the depth of sprinting in the country is really really improving and, and it's great to see and, and again Athletics Ireland must take some credit for that because in terms of coach education they've done a huge amount in that particular space in providing for coaches and then it's also true to say that coaches in those areas have done a huge amount of networking amongst themselves and that networking has led to a better overall standing across the country and there's also it, it's easier to move between sprint groups if you need now so it's great it's great to see and, and I mean hopefully in, in two years time in 2024 we'll be, we'll be in Rome for the European Championships and hopefully number one we'll have a couple of Kilkenny athletes Kilkenny City Harriers athletes or Kilkenny athletes and hopefully we'll also have uh, maybe a medal in a sprint event would be a huge thing for, for an athletic nation like Ireland Here's hoping John well look um, anything else we should keep an eye on over the next couple of days weeks months Well Mark English is out this evening in the um in the 800 metre final he is a superb competitor he's medalled twice before at European level once indoors once outdoors it's a very interesting field it doesn't have a an outright favourite I would say is probably the fairest thing to say you've got a lot of guys who can run between 143 and 145 and Mark's a 144 runner but he's also he's got a huge 400 metre um personal best and that would be a re- he's really a 4-6 a 4-6-8 four, four, as opposed to maybe an 8-15 guy and tonight if the final is at all cagey and he gets himself in a good position 
I would not like to be, I, you know, I, w- I wouldn't like to be dependent on a medal if I had to go into a sprint with Mark English from 300 out because he's got wheels that's going to burn off anyone in that field if that's the way the race goes. I think that one's on at 20 past seven, so we'll keep an eye out for that. Sarah Lavin's on at half past six in the 110 metre hurdles. And then very interesting, we have two uh, two athletes competing for us in the 10,000 metres, Ephraim Giddy and uh, Hiko Tenosa. Hiko would be no stranger to us here in Kenny. He wouldn't have switched to Kenny a couple of years ago. Both are naturalised Irish men. They've both arrived through as asylum seekers. They've both declared for Ireland. And now that their, their paperwork is done, they've, they've passed all the processes. And now they're both going to compete tonight for Ireland in 10,000 metres. And it's great to see they're both candidates who we would hope to see competing maybe with Peter Lynch in a European cross-country come this December. Peter wouldn't be that far off getting to a European Championships and hopefully we'll see Peter getting there in the next couple of years as well. Absolutely, no doubt. Well, John, always a pleasure to talk to you and no doubt we'll do it again soon. We wish all concerned the very best. Thanks very much for taking our call. Thanks again, Liam. Talk soon.